This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author, Alfred Edmund Jr. And your co-host, life coach and author, D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. And we are back. We want to say happy Mother's Day. So um, we are now actually going to bring in our guest because when it comes to Mother's Day and as women of faith, the first thing that comes to mind is the wisdom of Proverbs 31 woman. Uh, and even if we are not yet there, we aspire to Proverbs 31. And then we look to models. We look to models in the earth. I call it the new, new Testament, um, Alfred, not the new old Testament, not the new Testament, but the new, new, mm-hmm. you know, God uses, God uses women and modern day people to minister to, um, us as ambassadors and today's guest, um, you know, I admire and respect her work. And so we are going to go into our conversation with today's guest, but we are celebrating moms and, uh, you know, the wisdom of women, even if you're not a mother, even if you're not a mother. And so Alfred, I'm going to hand over to you um, for to bring in our guest today. Well, like you say, we're talking about the wisdom of women, the wisdom of mothers. We talk about the virtuous woman, as you just talked about. I think about Ruth, who is not just, you know, she was a doer. And I like women who are doers. And this guest is a doer. She's not just a person, a source of wisdom, but she's a doer. You may know her as the founder of Marketing Opportunities in Business and Entertainment, a.k.a. Moby. She's also the creator of the Real Men Cook Charities platform, which has just done amazing work over the decades. Um, But she's here not only as a daughter and as a mother and as someone who can help us celebrate mother wisdom um, for Mother's Day. Please welcome to the show, Yvette Moyo. Greetings. How are you? Hey, Yvette. How are you? Hi. I'm so glad to see you again, Alfred. (laughs) I know it. This is one of those things where I am so grateful to see people after we've been through these last couple of years. I don't think we'll ever take for granted again the ability to see each other. Certainly when we see each other face to face, we're going to be even more blessed than we were previously through these last couple of years. Absolutely. I remember um, meeting you first at Ken Smichael's house in Chicago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're going back. Dee was a little, little, tiny, little, little, a little thing. (laughs) Yeah. And that meeting took place. <laughs> but listen, let me first say, Yvette, happy Mother's Day. Thank uh, you. Why don't you just kind of bring us up to speed about what you're doing right now, even before we get into our conversation about Mother's Day. What's going on? I know I know, Moby's active again, and you're doing some great things with that. Sure. What's going on with you now? Well, we completed our 30th anniversary of Moby uh, last month. And uh, thank you very much. And uh, I am, let's see, I think I was 38 at the time when I thought of it and to be 68 uh, is just crazy. And my son is extremely excited about the brand that he's been involved in. Um, Maybe he had maybe a seven year hiatus from it and was doing his own thing, but 
He's so fired up and he's doing such a great job. I'm blessed as a mom to have that, my one biological son. And then my bonus daughter, the youngest bonus daughter, because I married Kofi Moyo and we had a huge blended family. And she is handling another side of Moby, which was our new uh, independent education narrative that is taking place, uh, you know, that is going to be an ongoing conversation, but it was the day before our 30th anniversary, an all-day conference on independent thought leaders within education. So Kilolo Moyo and Ryo Jackson are, are leading uh, that business. So I'm just always present to the blessings that they are. And so that's Moby. Uh, and we have a wonderful team of highly respected professionals that most of them, all of them, I met at Moby. Mm -hmm. So not only did they register, but they became leaders in bringing the brand back uh, after a hiatus for a while, successfully bringing it back. And then there's Real Men Cook, which of course the next month we'll celebrate our 33rd year. Wow. Those Father's Day celebrations that took place in as many as 13 cities that we produced at the same time. And now all over the world in different places, we see Father's Day celebrations with brothers on the continent of Africa cooking and espousing exactly what the brand is all about. Without us ever meeting them, they just sort of read it and figured this is what you do on Father's Day. So that was the dream to change the way Father's Day is celebrated. And those so are the two biggest things. So D, we know that the mother of the children call her blessed. We know that the, the, the British woman is diligent and wise in business. I mean, Yvette, I, I think you'll agree. That's why we thought you would be a great guest to have on our show for our Be Lifted Up conversation around Mother's Day. What say you, Dee? You know, I'm stuck on, I did not know that Moby and that you started this amazing um, fellowship and, and yeah, I, I think fellowship around food for men that has become something that is just such a sweet, um, I would say experience. I've been to several. I've had friends participate and I, I just, it's a beautiful event. And so just to know that it's celebrating, uh, you know, 30 something years, is just such a powerful, such a powerful thing. I know we're here to talk about moms today, but I just, uh, you know, that piece I think is so, so, so powerful at a time when and not just recent years when just men, you know, it's just, I, I mean, I, I don't need to say a whole lot about um, just men and how it is that men are, I would say, portrayed, amplified and stories around men. Uh, anyway, let's get out of that because I feel like oh. that could go, we could go, you know what we need, actually, we need to have you back. I think for the Father's Day show, to be quite honest, we need to put a pin in it and bring you back so we can have that conversation yes. about the inspiration and the stories. And really, I think giving you credit, I think that's probably where I want to go with this. So let's put that in the parking lot and we will come <laughs> back to that at another time. <laughs> right. you, know, you know, I uh, will say this that being a mother without the father, it just, you know, we can't separate the fact, you know, that it is two people that at some point get together and create and the power to create and the power to keep that love present, I think is one, one of the mother's biggest responsibilities. And for a new generation of women who like me, I was a single mom and, um, I'd simply say, add the ingredient of love, if ever in question, 
the ingredient to add is love because wow, that's, that's what your children desire most to see the two people that created them in harmony if for no other reason but the good of their child that's some mother wisdom right there see, we're, <laughs> we're not even deep into the show and we got some mother wisdom and in your point about and we know that on this show it's the mother and the father but when we look at proverbs 31 and the virtuous woman it, it talks about not just what she is and who she what she does but the relationship between her and her husband and the relationship between her and her and her children and how her husband feels about her and her children feels about her. So you, you can make powerful point, powerful word in this great discussion that we're having for Mother's Day. Um, and Dee's right. I mean, real men cook. It, it really showcases men in a, in a light that we don't get to see, especially black men on a regular basis. Um, of course, I work at Black Enterprise, so I'm spoiled. I get to see it all the time. But we know in, in the mainstream that the images of real men cook which is true to the image of black men, in my opinion, um, are not the images that we see all the time. So I'm, I'm with you, D. We need to stick a pin in that and definitely come back to that for a future show. Listen, we want to bring you back and, and really get into a deep conversation about motherhood, the importance of motherhood in our community as people of faith, and what we learned from our mothers and what we're, you, you know, we're teaching our children, or at least you as mothers, as a mother is teaching children, what we can pass on that wisdom. And I just want to start off with, you know, I said earlier that my mother gave me my most important lesson very early on. She taught me how to pray, who to pray to, and why to pray. And, and that, that lesson was an important lesson. You know, many children were taught by their parents to pray, but for me, it was my mother. My mother was a single mother as well, raising me and my three siblings. And I just remember how critical some of those early lessons were for me as a, as a young man. I was the oldest of my siblings. Um, trying to set a tone for, for right manhood, for godly manhood, for me to understand who God is, who Jesus is, what that meant for my life, even at the very, very beginning of my life, when you know it was arguable that as a child, you don't really understand it all, but your mother was the person you trusted to help guide you on that path early on. Our audience for our show knows that Dee's mother is practically, <laughs> she could be on the show with us because Dee and her relationship with her mother is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But talk to me, Dee, about what your mother has poured into you and continues to pour into you as a daughter. You know what? I think my mom, uh, I'll say this one thing and then Yvette would love to hear from you. You know, my mom, I would say she models best um, just an awesome personality and an awesome spirit. Um, so she's a lot of different things, but she was a single mom, you know, of, of two children. She had two children by the time she graduated high school. And so um, just an awesome woman who modeled great strength. And uh, yeah, so that's really my mom. And so when I think about my mom, the one thing that you mentioned that I thought was interesting, because I actually didn't grow up with my father, and you mentioned something about single moms or something. So I, I really, uh, you know, just love to hear your, your uh, wisdom, your thoughts, your insights about that or anything you really want to share that you think would be helpful for moms listening, women listening, uh, whether they're single moms, Scott moms, auntie moms, not everybody has a biological mom, a biological father. And so, yeah, yeah. Yep, so here's the thing. And I've I'm so privileged to be able to discuss this. First of all, I, you know, completed college early, I was super achiever. And um, at 20, 
three after starting a career and really being on my way, you know, I was expecting a baby and uh, my partner was not ready to be married. Um, his parents, you know, urged me, you know, all you have to do is tell them to marry you. I'm like, I'm not telling anybody to marry me, you know? And um, my independence uh, really allowed me to go very happily into motherhood, very happily. Very, it was a wonderful, beautiful adventure. I felt like I was one of the most beautiful people in, on the planet all the way through the pregnancy. I didn't feel unloved in any way. And I was involved with you know, my son's dad. And we never got married. Well, we got close to it after the son was, was born. But you know, we, for at least 45 years, have been partners in giving my son everything that he has needed. And it's his father that will call me and tell me my son just had some issues, right? And I'll be like, what are they? And he would, you know, give me the inside. I cherish that, appreciate that. I'm privileged to have that kind of conversation. In addition to that, when my son was 11, I married uh, a gentleman that had multiple children and had been in various marriages and I became their bonus mom. And I immediately said, this is exactly what I've always wanted, a huge family. And I thought because I was a single mom and hadn't gotten married that, that I had deprived myself of that privilege. And I have helped raise the children. They call me mama, mommy Yvette. Um, we're, we've done many, many uh, family celebrations, holiday celebrations. We travel together. It is wonderful. This is the bonus family. This is the modern family. And it's not only black families that are the first marriage doesn't work. And now you have, you know, the second marriage and you have other children, a blended family. It's a bonus. It's God's gift to me. Yes. To had everything I wanted and to give everything from my heart to individuals. And these individuals are the Moyos are amazing. And, uh, you know, the marriage lasted 20 years. And we still do family things together, family Zooms and family birthday parties. And they still call my son their brother and everybody's in different cities, but I'm their mom. I'm their no mama number two or mama number three. Uh, and that is the way it is. And I am so hoping that this show will say to some people out there that it's the privilege. God gives you a bonus when you are married to someone and you could actually share the raising of another human being. It is a gift and a bonus from God and to handle it delicately. And I realized there are some problems and challenges and human beings dealing with human beings. And that's all that has to be categorized as. And you can make it through if your heart is in the right place to give something valuable. I want to say amen all of that on two fronts. Uh, one, I'm no longer married to the mothers of my children. But I'm a bonus dad, and there's no greater gift than the opportunity to do that. There's two things. You, one thing you've already said is something I'd like to add that you've inferred. One, you're like, add love in whatever the relationship is. If you're adding love in, especially for the children, that, like you said, that's what they need. But the other thing that strikes my heart, especially for this show, is if you add honor in. And I'm going to say honoring the mother. Um, you know, the mother of my three older children, who I just was on the phone with this morning, <laughs> with like a great conversation. She's one of my best friends. I mean, yeah. in addition to us, yes, we have our children in common, 
But we have a wonderful relationship that is not dependent on us having children in common because she's always honored me as the father of her children. I've always honored her as the mother of my children. And as a result, our children enjoy the love of us both in addition to various, you know, bonus dads and bonus moms. And God only, uh, Dee said this in, a, in a, another show that we recently recorded, God knows multiplication. You know, God doesn't know subtraction. He knows unless he's subtracting something bad from you. He knows multiplication. And so when you approach it that way with love and honoring one another as, you know, the parents of children, it, it, it really, really brings forth beautiful things, beautiful relationships. And obviously children benefit, but we benefit too. We benefit, we benefit tremendously and, and for, for a long time because these children are the people that I'm going to be, you know, talking about. My family has longevity, so I'm gonna go back to the woman thing and some lineage. You know, I had the privilege of having a great grandmother, two grandmothers who were in my life uh, and one grandmother who I was able to be the primary caregiver for from her age of 90 to 96 years old. I'm the caregiver of my mom now, who's 92, uh, diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and we live in the same home. Been living here for 10 years with my mom, and um, my son has moved in to help me, and he was the person that helped me with my grandmother. These are, these are privileges, yes, God-given God gifts, and it's not easy. It's probably easier with my grandmother because it wasn't as so close, but it was it was not easy. And so this is something that um, you know that I have the, another privilege to do. And so it's their love and their teachings to be um, generous. Yes. Just yeah. as generous. I have nothing that is more important than pouring into other individuals. And uh, now my grandchildren. Uh, you know, who are not my blood grandchildren, but they've been with me as their, you know, primary mother and grandmother in their life every day since they were six and eight years old. And now they're 19 and um, 17. Wow. Wow. So I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, and I, you know, and I'm privileged to have my son in my business and my youngest bonus daughter in my business as well. Well, we're going to go to break. Um, we're having a really very special conversation with Yvette Moyo about the blessings of motherhood, the blessings for us men, if we're wise enough to honor mothers, um, who have mothers, who have mothers of our children. Of course, now we're talking about grandmothers. Listen, stay tuned. A very special Mother's Day edition of Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm here with D.C. Marshall, and we'll be right back. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. 
more than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. And uh, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. And, you know, um, I had one last question before we wrap with um, Yvette. Um, and, and it really is about not just mothering biological uh, children, but mothering and actually birthing this genius that you have created in Moby. And so before we leave, I, I know you do some things on Mother's Day. We're going to get to that. But birthing Moby, is there a story behind how that came to be that yeah. you'd like to share? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And those are my babies. Moby and Real Men are my babies. My- I, that's what, I knew it. That's what I said. How she? We won't hear about the pregnancy, the maternity, when God downloaded. What happened? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to make this quick. I was so... I worked for a magazine, as Alfred knows, and I was in sales. And I, by 33 years old, I was director, vice president, director of sales and marketing for a magazine that competed with Black Enterprise. It's not on the market anymore, but it was called Dollars and Cents. And we were doing national business. And we went from in 11 years from a newsletter to a magazine that gave Earl Graves a fit because I was closing business and I wasn't supposed to be in that marketplace. All, all true. Right. <laughs> so we'll have to tell that story later. But when I left Dollars Instance to marry the love of my life, Kofi Moyo, we started a marketing firm and I was working for the, one of my first clients, I was working for the Regal Theater and I was booking productions because one of the ways we rapidly moved to compete with Black Enterprise was that we gave events, you know, salutes to the top 100 women, international women, international men. And of course, Black Enterprise is the, is the master now at doing events, but we, were, we preceded them in that. And I think competition bred something great. But I was doing that and then I had my corporate, um, so I was doing entertainment things at the Regal Theater in Chicago. And then I had my corporate clients doing corporate work for companies like Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. And I had Gillette and I did Black Football Classic. And I was like, this is the bomb. And everybody that I ran into in the music business would say, could you, how did you, how did you get a chance to do Gillette and Seagram and Miller and all that? I was like, if they just knew how lucrative this was and how well we were doing. Real Men Cook was our, you know, community service event. And so um, I said, if I could invite all the people I knew to get it, how these things is sort of inter- integrated marketing and how entertainment sells everything from the sales letter. If you don't have that first line is not entertainment, you are not going to probably have your communication read. 
I just knew that if I pulled these two together and I secretly told my cousin who was working for me at the time, I have one more idea. And my husband, I think, was through with my ideas. But anyway, <laughs> fast forward, we launched Moby so that we could create a bigger pie and I could show people how not to sing and dance on the stage, but to be in the business of paying those people who sung and danced and then going to the corporation and demonstrating strategies for them to win with entertainment. So it's 30 years ago and it's still, you know, a need and it's still wonderful content and fun and productive for the people who register. And I will say um, Yvette, you are a pioneer of what we now accept is, is gospel today, that events is a media platform, not just an event platform, that it's really a way to communicate content in the same way you communicated content in a magazine or over radio airwaves or on the television set, that events are a media platform. And, right. and you, you definitely um, set the groundwork for that understanding that now is widely accepted by media companies all over the world now. But again, yeah, Moby and Real Men Cook Charities was one of the earliest, earliest examples of that, um, of, of doing events as a media platform, not just for the sake of the event. Thank you for that acknowledgement. And yes, um, yes. so I'm mother, I'm a mother to those, to the businesses, I'm a mother to my bonus children, uh, my biological child, my grandchild. Even at Real Men Cook, we say the ingredient that makes us have lasted 33 years with the platform highlighting men and their service and cooking is just an example of the kind of way men serve their families and communities, um, that the ingredient that we've added has been love. Wow, wow, awesome, awesome. Well, listen, as we wrap, we're celebrating Mother's Day. What are you doing to celebrate Mother's Day? What are you offering, um, you know, considering the fact that, you know, events and fellowship, I say fellowship, right? Events are your thing. You, you get it. You've been doing this for so long. Um, so what are you doing? Um, not just Mother's Day, but actually, Yvette, what are you doing now post-COVID or um, sort of coming or on the back end of COVID now that we are two, three years in? What are you doing? So that's question number one. Can we just talk about like COVID and kind of moby during COVID, and then we're going to close out with the Mother's Day event. Hmm. Well, I was most uncomfortable with COVID coming, thinking that I would have to stay in my house and not go into the office, but I stayed here at my home, and it was Control Central, and we, you know, through the nonprofit, which presents the Real Men Cook event that's called Real Men Charities, um, we distributed over a million pounds of food to the community as a partner. We, we bought a venue in 2018 and that venue became a food pantry, an official food pantry. And we turned that entertainment venue into a food stability center. And uh, we gave away food, a million pounds of food. We gave away coats, um, we gave away toys, bikes. We had a community baby shower. And then this year, that was in 2020, the end of this year, the end of 2021 and 22, we did 17,000 hot meals uh, that our men prepared and provided for the community. Again, stability in an area of Chicago that was once considered terror town for the number of um, violent acts that had happened in the Strip. And since we've been there since 2017, we started to buy the property. It has been you know, one of the safest streets in our community with men regularly being seen on the street, 
martial arts for women, martial arts for men, yoga for men, mindfulness. We have psychologists on board. So all that to say is that I stayed in the house and did all of that from the computer, controlling this and that and volunteers and partners. What I'm looking forward to now is my mom just made 92 and I'm, she's leaving me. The mother I knew was leaving. And uh, I'm here to say goodbye, you know, and be with her, you know, during the time that she could still recognize me and enjoy things. So we're gonna be going out and having a great time in the sunshine and by the waterfront in Chicago and going on trips and yeah. you know, just giving her my all the love I've got. Yeah, yeah. You know, you said something so profound about what mothers do. And so during the pandemic, what mothers do is go to work taking care of our homes. And so what I hear from you is you went to work taking care of our community as home. And then the latter is what mothers do is take care of moms, take care of family. So it's such an awesome, virtuous woman of you to know when to be a businesswoman and to negotiate those power deals. And then when to, uh, from your kitchen table, fan out uh, and be dispatched and take care of the community in the most unprecedented time. And then to know when you wanna hold your mom's hand um, so that she would end well and that you know at the end of the day um, you did well by her like she did well by you. You are the epitome of mom. You are the epitome of woman. You are the epitome of a virtuous woman. You are the woman who God talks about. And so I thank God that you were generous with yourself. Even yeah. now as we are taping the show, we know you're managing dynamics. We know that. We know you are multitasking we know you gave up your time to be here and we're okay to say that because this is a, um, a show about faith and finances, but faith. And so we thank you for being here today. We thank you for being a virtuous woman. We thank you for being generous and kind to birth multiple babies, biological babies. We thank you for the babies in, uh, in Moby and we thank you for the baby in Real Men Cook and all of what you are doing. You are such the model. We are ever so grateful. Yeah. You know, we give you your virtual flowers here while you are still here. Um, and we thank you for always allowing us to take notes from you, even with your little mom. So we pray even now that God would continue to, to strengthen her and strengthen you and your entire family um, as we as we wrap up. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Yvette. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. This is our Mother's Day show. It's our Mom's Day show. And so, of course, we had uh, amazing guests. But you know what? Here is what is, again, our baseline for our show. And it goes something like this in terms of um, Proverbs 31. The word of the Lord says this. And, you know, I'm really, really um, inspired by the words, give not your strength to loose women's, uh, 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 loose women, wait a minute, Bible. Okay. Let's come back. Let's come back. Um, lest they drink and forget the law. Right. And then the Bible goes on to say, open your mouth, judge righteously and administer justice, right? This is Proverbs 31. But then when you come on down to Proverbs 31 and you, verse 11, the heart of her husband, 
trusts in her confidently and relies on and believes in her securely so that he has no lack, no lack of gain or need. And the Bible goes on to say she comforts, encourages, and does him only good as long as there is life within her. Come on, Bible. Yes. Okay, come on, Proverbs uh, 31, woman. She seeks out wool and flax and works with willing hands to develop it. Okay, come on, businesswoman. Business she woman, is like woman. the merchant ships loaded with footsteps. Um, she brings her household food from afar. Go, come on, working woman. Woman she of provision, woman of wealth. <laughs> she rises while it is yet night. Come on, early riser, um, and get spiritual food. Spiritual food. This is the amplified version, um, people of God. Um, get spiritual food for her household and assigns her maids their task. Come on, help. Come on, Job 23, 12. Um, the Bible goes on to say about a Proverbs 31 uh, woman, she considers a field before she buys it. Come on, planner. The, yes. the Proverbs 31 woman is planning, okay? She's and doing her and due investing. diligence. And, and investing. investing it. And investing it. Come on, due diligence. Um, the Bible goes on to say she considers a field before she buys it or accepts it, okay? Expanding prudently and not courting neglect of her present duties. Okay, she multitasking. Yes. Okay, come on, um, Proverbs uh, 31 woman. The Bible goes on to say in verse 17, she girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong and firm she tastes and sees that her gain from work is good her lamp goes not out but it burns on continually through the night she lays her hands on the spindle and her hands hold the distaff she opens her hand to the poor come on give her come yes. on uh give her woman of god yes she reaches out her filled hands to the needy um sidebar we could preach a whole message right here you know the saying goes um an open hand to give is an open hand to receive yes. come on bible come yes. on bible she fears not snow for her family for all her household uh listen she makes herself uh, cushions and the bible goes on to talk about a proverbs 31 woman in verse 23 it says her husband is known come on man of god her yes. husband is known in the city gates when he sits among the elders of the land she makes fine linen garments and leads others to buy them come on saleswoman yes. come on yes. bgm you know what listen everybody this is our mother's day show we are celebrating moms whether it is that you um, have given birth and you have biological children or you have birthed something and we are celebrating you today and so there you have it proverbs 31 Alfred, I heard you uh, amen and, and co-signing and hallelujah. What, you, what do you have to say about Proverbs 31? I mean, it, it, Proverbs 31, which is often, some say, almost overly quoted, you know, section of the Bible. But when you read it closely, it gives a very, very clear definition of what we should be as husbands, really. How our children benefit yes. from honoring a diligent, business-minded Someone who is financially savvy, someone yeah. who is getting up and talking about spiritual food in the morning. Yeah. Understand that. It's not the food. It's the spiritual part. That's that right. means she's like, no, I'm setting the, the, the spirit of this house 
so that when my children and my husband and whoever else is in the house rises, they're rising in a space of spiritual health and wellness that will allow them to, to prosper, yeah. us as a family. She's taking that responsibility. She's yeah. taking that. And so, you know, I, I just think of the mothers, and you said as well, it's not just the biological mothers. Anybody who brings those elements to a household, to a family, to a community, is a mother to be celebrated because you are birthing and nurturing and creating an environment for growth. So I know I'm thinking about my mother, my biological mother, Virginia Edmund, who, who, who passed and went on to glory in 2018, but still blesses me to this day, still talks to me and pours into me to this day. Um, I, I think about the Barbara Graves, the, 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 uh, the, the wife of, the, well, the late wife of the late Earl Graves, founder of Black Enterprise. I just think of so many women who, not just with their own children in their own households, and like you said, in just a biological sense, but did that for people outside the household and throughout the community. And these are the people that we want to honor. This is what Mother's Day needs to be, needs to be recognized in, in its most expansive expression because yeah. all of those things that you've laid out, and I know your mother is special to you and you're special to her because of those elements that you just laid out in Proverbs 31. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I celebrate, uh, you know, my mom today, Deborah Lee. I'm so blessed to still have my mom, you know, publicly um, online. My mom has a bit of a fan following yeah. because she's just a personality. She's just a sweet personality and people can relate to her. She's quick wit, um, but I just adore my mom. A few years ago, I think the reason why she, um, uh, some people came to know her is because I was really openly praying for my mom to get a kidney and people were so kind and would tune in. And I really felt that Alfred, I really did for everybody who would follow always on a post when I would say, you know, team Debo and my mom is waiting for a kidney stretch your hands over here when we'd have those trips to the emergency room. So, and it was really, really sweet. And, you know, sidebar, I think this is for another show, just how social media connects us and yeah. how, um, particularly around mom's day. And so this is what'll happen, right? Around mother's day, you know, people are openly sharing and uh, reminiscing as we are. And I think that's what connects us. And so that's probably even a, a whole nother show about the fellowship of social media, and even faith and prayer and passing along words of encouragement. But yes, so I love and adore my mom. You know, my mom lives also here in Jersey. We're about uh, 40 minutes apart. I just adore her. I adore her strength as a Proverbs 31 woman because she was a single mom, you know. Um, my dad, I, I don't know, have I ever shared this with you, Alfred, but my dad, uh, I'm a daddyless daughter. Um, you know, my father was a teenage dad and he spent most of my childhood in prison. And so my mom did it all. And I really respect her because I was protected. Um, you know, I don't have a horror story. You know, I know a lot of women and a lot of kids, not just kids. women, kids. Kids have stories of either neglect or abuse or not even um, a mother's neglect, but just things that have happened. And so I really appreciate my mom for being a single mom, but never putting me in harm's way. And part of it, I think, you know, God covered me because I, I grew up in under 
um, I would say in an at-risk community or a real, it, it, this is borderline, this could go either way. It wasn't right, right. a completely horrible Alfred, but it, it could have went either way. If I turned down one corner or if I turned to the left, it could have gone another way. So I'm really grateful for God's grace, but I am grateful for a single mom that I was never subjected to all the things that, that really the enemy puts before single moms, single dads, kids, not you know, a story of any sexual abuse, not drugs, um, you know, and so I really just appreciate my mom, because we're, because we're just sharing our personal stories, no, right? You talk I about just, God's grace. I mean, I was protected in much the same ways, and many of this, like, say to me, it wasn't a horrible community, but it could have gone left. It could have gone, gone left. left. And I give God thanks for the grace of a mother that protected me, but yep. also I give God's grace, and I'm talking about throughout my life, even as an adult, God sent mothers and fathers to me throughout my life, in addition to my mother. God never lets us be orphaned. And whenever we think we're orphaned, that's the devil lying to you. Uh, I'm saying that right now. So when I think of Cecilia Eccles Edmund, when I think of Juanita Conward, when I think of um, my Aunt Louise, who's still my favorite person in the whole wide world, who in many ways, she's my aunt, but she's like a mother to me. I just think about, oh, for all of these mothers on Mother's Day, it's just yes. it's God's grace. It's God's grace. All right, everybody. Well, listen, uh, what an awesome show, an awesome guest to amplify how it is that we like to really support mothers and honor mothers on Mother's Day. And I think what really came out of today's show was all of the ways that we are moms, whether you are a biological mom or not, Yvette really um, helped us to see bonus mom, biological mom, mom of birthing something that God placed on the inside of you. So I know and believe that you were inspired today. Alfred, were you inspired? I was definitely inspired and also appreciated the opportunity that we both had as a, as a privilege of being host of this show to give tribute to the moms in our lives and to talk about what makes them special and the way they still bless us even today. Um, so yeah, this was inspiring. This was uplifting. It was a great way to celebrate I'll be a part of a celebration of Mother's Day. And I'm just happy. I'm glad. I'm blessed. All so, right. You've been listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. We wish you a happy Mother's Day. And stay up on everything Be Lifted Up by following Be Lifted Up Radio. That's the letter B, Lifted Up Radio, across all social media platforms. And check out this show, as well as other um, episodes of Be Lifted Up, at mochapodcastnetwork.com. That's mochapodcast with an S network.com. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. with DC Marshall. We'll see you next time. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. 
More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.